We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on 1250 AM, The Fan. It is a final, and the results are good. The game and the series ends with a Brewers 6-5 victory. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show, presented by by our friends at Jim Dandy's on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. There's Evan Heffelfinger, Tim Allen here, punched in, ready to go. Happy Easter, everybody. Evan, happy Easter to you too, buddy. Happy Easter, and what better way to celebrate Easter than with a series (laughs) split? (laughs) A very biblical victory here today, man. No, it it was good. Uh, they they earn a split in this series, guys. And now, just to take a little inventory, we're going to hear from Craig Council coming up. Josh Hader, by the way, just locked down save number 100 in his career. One of only three Brewers in history to have 100 or more saves. Can you name the other two? I think one's pretty easy in Dan act, but Axford, the other one. Um, so, Josh Hader, I... Dan Plesak leads with, I believe, I want to say it's 133. I was reading this the other day. Um, so he could, in theory, Evan, he could get this, he could get this this year. He could be the all-time saves leader for the Brewers in their history. Josh Hader could. This season, he's got a, uh, oh, what a memory. Come on, click in. 30, 37 save season? Was that his high point? For, for Hader, just a couple of years ago? For Josh, his high point was 37 in 2019. Ah, got it. Yeah, in 19. So in theory, he could be the all-time saves leader this season. That, that's huge. That's that's good news. But when you look at all of what has gone on through the 10 games, a 5-5 five and five mark, I know there's been some frustration. But we're going to sort of have a no negativity zone here today because it's Easter. It's supposed to be a happy occasion. Whether you celebrate it or not, just it doesn't cost you anything to be happy. So we'll, we'll just go with that. We threw it out there on Twitter as well. Uh, what are some of the bright spots you can say about this team here in the 2022 championship season? I'm disappointed the with games. the negativity in the comments already. There have I been some that. negatives. I, 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 Evan, I told you that when, when I posted that. It's, it's going to be negative. 
I know, I know the sarcasm cities, uh, they're going to come out and, and that's fine. But you know what, when you think about the way they've been playing, which granted hasn't been to a lot of our liking, you lose a series, you win a series, you split a series. It doesn't get much more even than that. And thus the record five and five. It's just the way it is right now. I think the, the bright spot is you're playing nowhere near to your potential and you're five and five. That to me is the biggest bright spot of the season so far. We can henpeck out some of these other things that have been going on. Aaron Ashby through three appearances, including the start today, has been good. Guys like Trevor Gott. I mean, these guys are flying under the radar here because our focus is on guys like Christian Yelich, like last night's show. I'm not saying that conversation wasn't warranted because it certainly was and will be moving forward. But it also disguises some of the bright spots that have been going on here for the Brewers in 22. As I said, Trevor Gott. Gaining, it looks like he's gaining confidence every time out there. Brad Boxberger, a guy that, you know, I was a little concerned with coming into the season. It doesn't look like he miss, misses a beat from last season. Of course, Josh Hader is a bright spot, for sure. How about Hobie Milner, a guy that's just flying so much under the radar that he's having a good year thus far, a little bit of a bright spot. Can things turn? Sure. And things will turn from the negative to the positive with a lot of these players. A bright spot would be Corbin Burns in his two outings. And he's got 13 innings of three-run ball, including one seven-inning performance shutting out the uh, Orioles in his second start. So, again, there are some bright spots here, and I think they're somewhat hidden with a lot of negativity. And granted, I'll bring up some some negativity when it's warranted, for sure. But just for the sake of it's Easter and it's happy and it's a victory today and it's a series split when it didn't look good for a while, that's those are all reasons to be happy. You, you can call me a cheerleader today all day long, and I'll own it because that's what I'm going to be. Because it's, it's, it's the time for it. It's an occasion for it. Again, you're just tuning in. We're talking about some bright spots that can be mentioned about this team through 10 games. It's easy, I think. I think it's easier. I think it's really easy to point out negativity just in life itself, not just baseball. It's super easy to go to a restaurant and, and everything's good, but that one thing, there was a hair in my water glass. Everything else was good. But there was that one hair. And then it, you know, it's easy to point out that the whole situation was ruined because of that. Well, it really wasn't. It wasn't. I know it was, you know, a little a little bit of a nuisance, yes. There there are some scars, bumps, and bruises here on the on this team a little bit this year. But we're gonna focus on some of those things that are a little bit more on the positive side, just because. Because we need it. Because this team is gonna get going. They are. I'm convinced of that. They're good, guys. That It will not be the last time this year that a 10-game stretch has a 5-5 five and five record. <clears throat> you buy that, Evan? That this team has some life in them to be really great? Yes. 
For sure it does. And it won't be the last, as I said, it won't be the last time they go through a stretch of 10 games with a 5-5 five and five mark. It, it, it just so happened that the timing was is that it's at the beginning of the season. But also, you can't be that mad at 5-5. Five and 5-5 five. Five and five is a, I mean, it's a, literally a 500 record. I think there are a lot of teams in baseball that want to get to that level. Is it a little bit below what the Brewers want? Sure. But it's the start of their season. Last year they went on a stretch in May where they were like, what, like 1-17 in 17 or something ridiculous like that? Good teams have bad stretches. If this is the only bad stretch this team goes on, I think a lot of people will be changing their tune. And honestly, on the win in the win loss columns, it's not, I don't know if you can say bad. Okay, I, I think you can say, you know, maybe maybe uh, less less than where you want to be, a little bit less than where you want to be. It includes three and three on the road, though. That's what I think people aren't realizing is if you're going 500 on the road, chances are you're going to be a good team. At some point, you're going to make some hay at home. That's that's the old adage. Yes, yeah. Stay around 500 on the road, and you make make hay uh, at home. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Happy Easter to everybody. Uh, whether you celebrate or not, have a happy day. That's okay. That's cool. Uh, I know uh, Evan. You you were with family today. I uh, was uh, late uh, uh, yesterday afternoon and uh, a little bit into the uh, evening time yesterday. I did get to uh, go to a family get-together. We did it on, uh, on Saturday, and that scrambled my brain a little bit. But okay, you know, I'm not feeling 100% quite yet. And at least I showed up, and I, 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 I went, and, and it was happy. It was a happy occasion. Um, and the Brewers uh, today here on Easter. By the way, we're going to go back and hear a couple of highlights from East Sunday 87. We have to do that. We do that every year. We just do. This is cool. Let's just take a trip back down memory lane. Um, but bright spots can be hidden in all of this. Anyone want to raise your hand and say, you know what? I kind of think Rowdy Telez is off to a decent start. It's much easier to say Christian Yelich is off to a bad start collectively. He had a good run for, you know, probably five or six games, but that's the easy part. Anyone can do that. Point me out some bright spots. Because there are some, and I'll get to some more, because there are more than just what I mentioned. Uh, 23,001 at American Family Field today as it empties out on Easter Sunday. And it sounded like 33,000, didn't it? It sounded Maybe like even the, more. It sounded like a sellout almost. It kind of did. You guys, you guys did a nice job at, at uh, the park today, and maybe that's just... You know, we're, we're, we're so wanting this excitement and, you know, some victories and some, you know, some great performances. We'll get, we'll get our fair share this year. Every year is a story. It's a story, and the script is being written right now. And we're going to look back at this and say, yeah, remember when the Brewers were 5-5 five and five and everyone was crazy about, you know, what Christian Yelich did and, and the lineups? I'm guilty of that. And the lineups that Tim was griping about and things, things like that. But, man, look at them now. They're off and running and doing well. I think we'll get there. I, I do. But that doesn't preclude us from talking about, as I said, if you're just tuning in, that's why I'm repeating it. It doesn't preclude us from having conversations like we did last night. That's just natural stuff. That's just natural what we do with baseball. We're passionate Brewers baseball fans. 
those things are going to come up. We'll keep them to a minimum today. Bright spots here in the 22 championship season. 414-799-1250. We will go to uh, Beer Count Kenny. I love the way he starts out. Yeah, you just got to love the way you start out each and every phone call, Kenny. I, I, there's just over the 17 years of doing this show, that's one thing. That's one moniker. There's been other monikers for other callers, but that's this has to be my favorite. There's been uh, dem boys and people get their own bed music and things like that. This is my favorite. So fire away, Timmy. Happy Easter to you, your family, and all the crew there that does a great job. And here's how we're going to get her started. <laughs> ah. God, I love that because I'm always a half beer full guy. You know, yes, it it never gets half empty. It's still half full. And just like this team, you're right. We're 10 games in. Settle down already, people. Um, Were they going to be 10 and 0? No. But look at some of these tremendous bright spots. The acquisitions in the off season, right? You pick up McCutcheon and Renfro. You got the kid Tyrone Taylor today that has a clutch hit. Ashby pitching. You got Gott. Nobody's ever heard of this kid Gott, right? For the most part, most Brewer fans don't know who the hell he is. Mm-hmm. You're right. He comes in, and he's feeling. He's he's absolutely got hitters uh, you know, on their heels. Why? Because a lot of people haven't seen him. But you can see he's got good stuff. So there's more upswing with this team by and far than down. And being at the 500 mark after 10 games, like you said, you win one, you lose one, and you split. There's nothing wrong with that. And they're going to get better and better as the season goes on. Because I think, Kenny, we can all agree, they're not playing anywhere close. They're not even playing their average baseball in their 5-5. and You're 100% right. And here's here's the other thing I try to tell people. With all the winning softball teams I've, I've been on, I've run for 30-plus years, it takes chemistry. It takes time to build that stuff. And once these guys play more and more and more together, even when I play baseball, you've got to play together more, right? And as you're hanging out together more and you're doing more things together, the team as a whole bonds with – when you come back and – and you, you know, you have a couple of come from behind wins, big wins. You're going to have things throughout the season that are going to really solidify the team moving forward. And the biggest thing we haven't seen yet, we haven't seen front row Amy. She's oh, been, really? I didn't notice that. Okay. No, no, my buddies point that out all the time. So front row has not been in the park yet. So there's a lot of upswing coming, boys, at least two good things. But besides that, there are – Many, many positives to come. So hang in there, fans. Don't get on nuts. It's a 162-game season plus the playoffs. So right now where the team is at, they're in great shape. It's Easter. My day started off wonderful with this beautiful gal. We went to church. It was just fabulous, Tim. Just fabulous. Praise the Lord. Hey, you, you always are going up north fishing, right? Oh, yeah, Park Falls. Yeah. Hey, is it a big deal that I, I was reading an article, uh, I think this morning or last night, that the sturgeon are crawling up the Milwaukee River? Is that true? Is that a good thing? Yeah, or is... yeah so yeah, so it's it's not the end of the world, sturgeon. So so that's a whole separate season, uh, sturgeon <laughs> sturgeon season and that. And when you catch them, you got to release them. But um, it's, it's one of those deals where it's a ritual 
you know, in and around Winnebago when that season happens. I don't know if you've ever been there for at uh-huh. Wentz. There's a place called Wentz when they kick off the sturgeon spearing season. Tim, if you've never gone, get there. It's in Oshkosh. You will lose your mind at all the people, the hundreds, if not thousands, that come out and the bands that they have on Friday oh, night cool. to kick off the yeah, season. Yeah, so it's a big it's, festival, big to do, huh? Oh, it's crazy. And it's in February, you know, when, okay. when the sturgeon spearing season is. So that's uh, you can put that okay. on your bucket list. But it's uh, fishing yeah. talk on the post game show. Fish, hey, fishing talk. You should see the crappies we've been catching. And there's still two feet of ice on the lakes up by the cabin up there. I, I, I don't even know what a crappie is. Kenny, uh, hey, have a happy Easter. <laughs> happy Easter, buddy. We'll see All you. right, see you, see you later. 414-799-1250. We're talking about the bright spots here uh, thus far through the 10 games. Just because it's Easter and we're going to do that. I, I, I don't know if it'll be the longest of shows today. I want to turn everybody loose, the staff and everybody loose to uh, just enjoy the, the rest of the Easter uh, holiday today. But uh, the Brewers do get the victory today, 6-5. They earn a split in the series. They lose a series, they win a series, and then they split a series. Now we can, you know, hey, check your pulse a little bit. We can get into things tomorrow. We can get back into, "Mm, why isn't he doing this or why did he do that? I'm disappointed in that. But today, we'll stick with the bright spots. Hobie Milner is one of mine, too. I think he's flying under the radar. I think guys like Trevor Gott and Hobie Milner, damn important to this team. I'll tell you that, especially with what's going on with Devin Williams. That's, that's again, we're going to start focusing on that middle relief as we move along, and those two guys are, are just vital. How about Jay Cousins? You know, um, he's uh, the, 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 the slider, it's got to be in control, and when it is, and it looks like today, when it is in control – He's going to get some outs. He will get some outs. He's vital to this to, to this team's success this year. He really is. They need guys like Gott and 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 Cousins, and they might not need even one more down the down the line here. But for right now, to hold it there for the back end guys, for as questionable as Devin Williams has been pitching, guys, they're still five and five. Uh, that's just another bright spot. 414-799-1250. We'll get to the uh, highlights coming up in, in just a couple of minutes. Some good, fun, happy highlights uh, on the way as the Brewers get a 6-5 victory to earn a split in the four-game set. And that's always a good thing to beat the Cardinals. There's only one better thing, and that's to beat the Cubs in my world. You may you may disagree with that. You think the Cardinals are at the top, and that a victory over the Cardinals is a little bit bigger than the Cubs, but those of you coming out of American Family Field, that was an awesome job today. It's a pretty good game today, honestly. Uh, we'll go over the highlights. I'll walk you through. Uh, if you weren't there and didn't follow the game, I'll walk you through what happened in the ball game today. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Six five Brewers get the win. We'll be right back. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 
Five O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network, now featuring home grill kits to go. Visit them at fiveoclocksteakhouse.com. 6-5, Brewers get the victory here in game four of this four-game set against the hated St. Louis Cardinals. Welcome back. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Tim Allen, Evan Heffelfinger, yes, that's his name. Uh, or he wouldn't just make up Heffelfinger. Uh, time for the call of the game. We're going to go way back. We're going to go back into the time machine here. April 19th, 1987. And it was Easter Sunday. Beautiful day, County Stadium, Texas Rangers and Brewers going at it. And uh, the Brewers uh, were currently on, at that point, an 11-game winning streak and trying to make it 12 in a row. And it didn't look good for a while. But Rob Deere changed that with a ninth-inning game-tying three-run shot. And then uh, after a Jim Gantner walk in that same ninth inning, Dale Swain stepped to the plate for our call of the game in the Wayback Machine. Long one to right. Twelve in a row. That's just you, 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 you. Shivers for those of you that are old enough to kind of enjoy or or, or understand, uh, you know what was going on at that time. Yeah, that was just that was just amazing. And again, I've I've told the story before, Evan. Uh, Easter Sunday in '87, I was uh, I was in Madison, and my apartment was uh, just a your typical apartment complex. You know, that's that's what it was. Just certain buildings spread throughout a courtyard and things like that. Beautiful day. Uh, all the windows and sliding glass doors were open. I was just outside, just hanging out, and you could hear. You could hear the the all the radios and TVs on throughout the sprinkled through <laughs> through the courtyard, and man, when uh, when Swaim hit it to win it, you just heard everybody going crazy in their apartments. It was it was pretty cool. Twelve in a row. They went on to make it thirteen in a row with a victory in Chicago the next day, and then they fell in Game Two of that set against the White Sox on that uh, following Tuesday. So, but that that's pretty cool. Call of the game. In this case, brought to you by 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network, now featuring home grill kits to go. That sounds good. Visit them at 5OClockSteakhouse.com. 414-799-1250. Bright spots here in the 22 championship season through the 10 games. We're going to keep it like that. We're going to hear from Craig Council coming up. Uh, You need to get in a little bit quicker today, a little bit of a quicker show today. It is Easter. I want to turn everybody loose to enjoy some time with uh, friends and family. Henry, my man, you're on the fan. Hammer and Henry. Dude, listen, you you got any statistics for me? Um, I did good in my one baseball game. I won three for four. There you go. Okay, that's what I like. Did you pitch yet? Um, yep. Two strong innings. Two strong, <laughs> two strong innings of work. Did you start or were you out of the pen? Uh, I was starting first two innings. Yep. Had a baby, so you're two strong innings uh, in your first start. That's a great way to start your season. Three for four, two way player, yep. Shaheo Henry. That's what you yeah. are. All right. Yeah. Uh, what's on your mind? What's a bright spot for the Brewers here in 22? 
A bright spot um, hitting was pretty good, I would say. I was just a little concerned about Devin Williams pitching, possibly his hand from when he was stupid enough to punch the wall again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then, no, I, I I think you're right. I think you're right. Maybe he's just yeah. getting getting comfortable again. But yeah, um, but you you got to be. Who's your favorite player here, real quick? Um, I don't really have a favorite. I like everybody on the Brewers. Yeah, me too. Me too. I do gravitate. Uh, toward a couple but wow. hammer and henry shahey o'henry that's that's <laughs> your name <laughs> all right <Ben. laughs> all right take it easy we'll talk again all right throughout all right, the season yeah. you keep us you keep us updated i will right. sure will there he is right. henry uh our our guy this year we're gonna follow his stats now that means henry and and parents baseball is a weird weird animal so when he has an 0 for 3 or whatever, 0 for 4, he gets beat up on the mound, it's okay to say it. It builds character. you got to own it, just so you know. It does help out in the, in the future for sure. Uh, let's go over our uh, game recap and our highlight package uh, before we get to uh, Craig Council. First inning, Aaron Ashby uh, took to the hill here, 110 first pitch. He got into trouble and out of trouble. Fly out by Carlson, walked to Goldschmidt. Tyler O'Neill with a base hit. Oh, wow. Uh, load uh, A walk to Arenado loads the bases, but he strikes out Pujols and then gets himself out of the inning. That was a big, big situation for Aaron Ashby. You know, raise your hand if you thought the Cardinals were going to go ahead, two-zip, three-zip, four-zip again, and then it was an uphill climb the whole way. Then it was a grind the whole way. Um. That was huge for Aaron, Aaron Ashby in that first inning, I got to say. Brewers, wow, their own crooked number in the first inning. How about this? Colton Wong hit by a pitch, followed up by walks to Adamas and Christian Yelich to load the bases with nobody out. You better get some runs in here It set the table for Andrew McCutcheon. McCutcheon to center. Center. Hitter with a bead on it. That'll be deep enough to score Wong. Tagging, scoring, one nothing Brewers. And a good contact by McCutcheon right there on the fastball down the middle. He's up a little bit. Yeah, we will take that. Get the ball in play and good things happen. Okay, and it did right there. One zip. Get the ball in play. Well, that's what Rowdy Telez did as he uh, was swinging the bat in the bottom of that first. Drives this one left center field. Bader back. It is going to be off the wall. Adamas is in. Yelich will be held. And the Brewers have a 2-0 lead on the RBI double by Rowdy Telez. There's an official at bat. Yeah, we'll take that right there. Rowdy Telez. He was my pick to click, Evan. We talked about that early on in the season. Who's your guy? Who's your guy? Everyone's, you know, picking Willie Adamas. Everybody's picking, you know, Christian Yelich and Andrew McCutcheon, Omar Narvaez. My my dude was Rowdy Telez. I'm with like you he's on coming that. through. Yeah. I think he's going to be an all star this year. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's our uh, adopted player this year, along with Henry. But our adopted Brewer player is is Rowdy Telez. They take a two zip lead in the bottom of that first inning. Get the ball in play. Sort of the theme of that first inning. Certainly. Keston Hira at the plate. Sometimes you get a gift by just getting the ball in play. Sometimes you get rewarded for not striking out. That's what happened here with Keston Hira. 
Keston Hero, the infield back, is up. And he hits one in the air, right field. Dylan Carlson, a great throwing arm. Will Yelich test him? There's the catch. Here comes Yelich, and he stopped. And now they've got Telez caught between second and third. The ball is dropped. Here's Yelich in. One of the best defensive teams in the big leagues, not playing catch. Yeah. That goes down as an error on the catcher, Kistner, and a 3-0 lead into that second inning. Ashby hits the first man he faces in that second inning. Does get a ground ball. They can't turn two. Well, well, they, could, they couldn't turn it. There was a little issue there. But the next guy up, they, they did record an out on, on the next batter. Next guy up, yeah, they do turn two, and they get out of that frame. That was big into the bottom of the second inning. Brewers hanging on to a three-zip lead. Base hit by Jace Peterson in that second, but nothing into the third inning. Ashby playing with fire a little bit in that third inning. It didn't help. A leadoff reach on air. Uh, that's certainly not going to help. That that was overturned on review and then uh, ruled an error. Uh, turned out to be big because one out later, a walk, one out after that, after getting a, a big pop-up for the second out off the bat of Arenado, with two aboard, uh, Pujols. Uh, not a good pitch by Aaron Ashby. Pujols takes it out. However, all three of those runs, that's a three-run home run to tie the game. And all three of those runs unearned for Aaron Ashby. But uh, Brewers, no answer. Uh, in the third, roll over to right by Yelich, roll over to left by McCutcheon, strike out to Telez, tied at three into the fourth inning, leadoff walk to Harrison Bader for Ashby in the fourth. Gets a tailor-made ground ball, gets another double play in the inning, so he doesn't allow anything. Brewers, something cooking in the fourth inning. Keston Hira chases Dakota Hudson with a leadoff base hit. McFarlane enters, one out later, Tyrone Taylor a base hit, two on, one out. Then Jace Peterson works a walk. I think that was a nine-pitch at bat off McFarlane. Bases juiced, one out for Colton Wong, strikes out on a 3-2 change. I mean, guys, those of you that, that haven't been following baseball super, super close, I get it. But it's just, This is just nerdy for me as you look back uh, many years, maybe a decade or more. Uh, and certainly 20, 30, 40 years ago. 3-2 changeup with the bases loaded? Are you crazy? Pitchers weren't going to do that back then. They'd do it now. So there's two outs, and the bases loaded. Brought up Willie Adamas. He takes it full, barely stays alive on another 3-2 changeup. I mean, you've, I mean you, you wouldn't see it years ago. Now you see it back-to-back hitters with the bases loaded. It's just crazy how baseball has changed in that regard. But he does, because of that foul ball, he gets to see another pitch, and this is what happened. And he walked, and Brewers take the lead. Uh, good at bat by Willie Adamas. Boy, patient. Just able to get a piece of that changeup, and then McFarlane misses. Yeah, Christian Yelich would roll over uh, on the next batted ball, and that ends the inning. But the Brewers did bounce back with a run there to take the lead. Jake Cousins in the pitch the fifth inning and gives up a two-out base hit, but that's it for Jake Cousins. More on him in just a little bit. He, he probably deserves a little bright spot award through 10 games. Base runners for the Brewers in the bottom half of that fifth. Base hit by McCutcheon. 
during the Telez at bat, he steals second base. One out later, Keston Hira with a walk. Two on, one out. Jordan Hicks in. Omar works at full. He strikes out. Taylor grounds out to end that inning. Into the sixth inning, it stays a one-run game, and both teams uh, go one, two, three in the sixth. Gustave in for the top half of the seventh, uh, or in the sixth. Boxberger in. Now, he's he's a bright spot also. He pitches a scoreless seventh inning, 4-3 into the bottom of the seventh inning. Brewers in business, their half of the seventh inning. Uh, leadoff walk to Christian Yelich. McCutcheon then with a base hit. Uh, E4 moves McCutcheon to uh, second and third. And Telez pops it up in foul territory for the first out. Keston Hira strikes out for the second out. Cardinals then choose to walk Omar Narvaez. Oh, TT, Tyrone Taylor, don't let him do it to you. And he doesn't. Line drive down the left field line. One run is in. Here comes McCutcheon to score. Tyrone Taylor comes through for the crew. What a big hit. Huge for Tyrone Taylor. A huge two-run double in the in the seventh inning wow okay so now the brewers have a little breathing room damage done six three into the eighth inning this is a lockdown williams lockdown hater this is no problem with a brewers victory uh, i don't know cardinals uh battle back in that eighth inning uh lead off strikeout off williams then a double a walk an rbi base hit Puts the score at 6-4 to four at that time. Two on, one out, one in. That brought up Harrison Bader. Runners on first and second with the one out. He does get the strikeout, does Williams. But on a wild pitch, the runners move to second and third. That was critical because now a base hit at 6-4 is going to tie the ball game. Two outs for Paul DeYoung. He walks DeYoung, does Williams, loading the bases. Kistner called back for Corey Dickerson, and he walks in a run. Oh, boy, Williams, what are you doing, dude? 6-5 now. Devin Williams, two hits, three walks, a run, 37 pitches, and the performance counts has to go get him to get Trevor Gott, and Gott gets an out to get out of it. Uh, Carlson hit the ball on the button to Adamas. He makes the play, uh, and uh, they they escape. Uh, one run lead, 6-5, into the uh, bottom of the eighth inning. Brewers do not score. That means Josh Hader's in for the top of the ninth, and he shuts it down for his 100th save. And the Brewers' tenth, uh, well, fifth victory through ten games for a five and five mark, as uh, they beat the Cardinals six to five. Final twenty three thousand one at American Family Field today to enjoy this one. Another Easter Sunday victory for the crew. We're going to hear from Craig Council on the way. If you want to squeeze in here, you can do so. We're going to also hear from Josh Hader. 100 saves in a Brewers uniform is now third all time, and he has a shot legitimately. He, he would have to have a strong season. But ultimately, he's going to be the all-time saves leader in Brewers franchise history. He's just some 30-something saves away, and he could do that this year, as I said. So we'll hear from Josh Hader, hear from Craig Council. And, and again, if you guys want to jump in here, 414-799-1250. Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek after a 6-5 victory here with the fan. 
It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM, The Fan. 6-5, Brewers take care of the Cardinals here in Game 4, this four-game set to earn a split in the series. They, uh, they don't get much more even than this. Lose a series to start the year, win a series, then split a series and end up with a 5-5 five and five mark. Uh, again, you're not playing your best ball, and the bright spot is you're 5-5. Five and five. I mean, that's the way I look at this. Uh, Evan, you want to read just a couple of tweets to see how cynical people can be? They, they can be really sarcastic and cynical. Yeah, I'm Evan. not liking a lot of these comments. Can I put some positive ones in here to feel better sprinkle about myself? Some, sprinkle in some positive ones, too, sure, before we hear um, from counts. Yeah, someone said there isn't any positive, See, which not even great grammar. I really love that. No bright spots. Um, someone said no negativity. The clown show is nothing but negative. So I, I don't understand how this team's a clown show, but okay. Um, well, that's, I think it's a play on clownsel. Oh. Clownsel. You might be I giving think. them too much credit, if I'm being Maybe. honest. Maybe. Uh, someone said, here's something positive. My eyes only have to watch this team play 152 more times. <laughs> it's funny, but it's, it's negative. Well, it's going to be about 155 <laughs> if they make the playoffs, too. Mm-hmm. So, But then there are some positive ones. Like you mentioned, uh, Tyler says, Trevor Gott has been a revelation, or a revelation sorry, and Rowdy has been good. Mm-hmm. Um, someone whose name is Kess Daddy Revenge Tour, I agree with that. Why are all the people in the comment section acting like the Brewers are 0-9? Having a slow start barely means anything. People forget the 2011 team started off slow. And that team really did. Yeah, they, they were like 1-5, like, 1-6 uh, maybe? And weren't they Something under like 500 that. in May when yeah. Granky yeah. rejoined the team? Um, yeah, so they, they battled back. We can point out the Nationals in 19. We can point out the Braves last year. Yeah, Jeer uh, says positivity. We aren't playing great, but are still 500. Good teams can play 500 when they aren't playing anywhere near their best that ball. That is key right there. That That's the best one I've heard so far, and I fully 100% agree with that right there, and that's what I said at the front of the show, and that is the mark of a great team is winning baseball or football or basketball games when you're not playing well, and they're doing that. That's what they're doing right now. I, I – I can promise you this: there will be another ten-game window this season that the Brewers go five and five. Oh, God forbid if they go like four and six. Oh, <laughs> could happen. It might. It just oh, might happen. Imagine if they go on a West Coast trip of like fifteen games and come back six and nine. Yeah. Could you imagine? Well, they're, they're going to also have seven and threes, eight and twos, nine and ones. They will get on that type of roll. They certainly will. All right, we'll check out the box score. We're going to hear from Josh Hader. And the uh, Bucks are in action right now, off to a very good start against the Bulls. Is that right, Evan? Yeah, Bucks up right now 14-5. to five. Uh, Giannis hit a three. Brooke Lopez has been their leading scorer so far. Make it 16-3 to three as Giannis posterizes Patrick Williams. Uh, Chicago, thanks for coming out. We appreciate it. Yeah, this uh, this should be well. They still got to play the games, but uh, this this should be fun. The run starts now to defend their world championship uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks. Let's hear from Craig Council. Hopefully, uh, at some point, he's in a similar situation. Got to be pretty pleased with this uh, game today as they get the victory six five. I think we had to be. I think 
didn't say it was a day for we had to be patient. Um, I mean, we did a nice job of that. Um, and then we, we got some big hits. Uh, yeah, Keston and Tyrell got a, obviously the, the really big one. Um, but it was, you know, it was, it was a day where just patience and grinding out at bats paid some dividends eventually. Sense of Ashby to work out of that jam there in the first inning and, and settled kind of nicely after that. Yeah, he, he pitched well. Um, yeah, they, they made him work hard in the first inning, but um, to, to put up a zero after like 34, 33, 34 pitches is, is just keep making pitches. He did a nice job. And the big thing that you guys talk about all the time, getting on a guy in the first inning, that's got to be a big boost for a guy, getting out of that jam then getting staked to a lead there in the bottom. Yeah, I mean, I think... Um, you know, we turned the momentum of the game pretty quickly. Um, looked like it was going to be, you know, a tough day for Aaron. And we got him some runs, and then he came back and had a really nice inning. Um, got us through, got us four innings, which was important. Um, you know, and, and let us kind of put put some order to the to the rest of the game. It seemed like he kind of found it in that first inning uh, against Pujols. I think it was Edmund with that with the slider, sort of got him on the right track. Dude. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think he made, I think he made a lot of good pitches today. I mean, Aaron's going to have some misses, you know. That that's what we're going to see. His stuff is really, really good. Um, there, there's going to be some, a little bit of the ball scattered, uh, kind of a function of just where he's at in his career and his stuff. Uh, but I thought he was making good pitches. Um, you know that. The middle of their lineup stuff to work around. I mean, those those hitters are it's good hitters, and it's and it's tough to work around those guys. What do you think from Devin right now? Um, you know, I, I think just you know some of the misses today. He was just he was really down with the changeup, um, and and they you know he had a hard time. I mean, the other thing right now is just you know the fastball maybe just not he's not getting by hitters. Um, you know when he's setting it up so. Um, they, they fouled off some fastballs, I thought, um, that he had set up pretty good. Uh, they did a nice job of that. Um, you know, he, he controlled counts a little better today, I thought, um, and they battled their way back in him. They don't seem to be hitting him very hard, but they're, they're really making him work, and that's kind of obviously what jabs up his pitch completely fast. Yeah, no, they're long. It's long at bats. We're not getting anything. Out, we're not getting anything done early. And you know, Dev, Devin's a strikeout pitcher, and that's um, you know that that can happen. But um, he's not getting that. You know what's happened? He's not getting the swing and miss, and, and he's not finishing at bats early. Um, once he's getting to two strikes, um, and he's not getting balls in play early either. What does it say about your offense right now? Where? Walks basically factored into every run, either by scoring or by extending that inning to allow for the hits to come through. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think that's offense in today's game. It's. It's. It's not always, you know, stringing together hits. It's. It's. It's the walks that sometimes start them or or even finish them. And, and like the, the Jace Peterson inning, I thought make it bad and Willie's at bat. So. Um, it, it, you got to take what the pitcher gives you. Um, ball strike decisions, and that's still at the core of the game. Um, we did a good job of it today. That they did a good job of it today too. Um, that's why, unfortunately, it was a long game <laughs> uh, with with a lot of a lot of base runners. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South Twenty Seventh Street in Oak Creek. 
It's time to dive inside the box score for today's game. On 1250 AM, The Fan. Jim Dandy's on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Great food, awesome fish fries, plenty of TVs to watch the games, and always a friendly vibe. All right, 6-5, the final today. Brewers get the victory. You just heard from manager Craig Council. I know he's got to paint a, as good a picture as he can, uh, and, and there's a bright spot. You've got a manager that just really has to, has to go and paint that nice picture when uh, talking about Devin Williams uh, today. So th- there, I'll keep, it, I'll keep it a positive and a bright spot, and I'll just put it to you that way. Let's check out uh, some of the numbers in this one as we go inside the box score. Colton Wong today uh, goes 0 for 4 with a run scored. Willie Adamas. He, uh, in the ballgame, goes 0 for 3 with a couple of walks, a run scored, and an RBI. Christian Yelich uh, goes 0 for 3 with two walks, two runs scored. Andrew McCutcheon, 2 for 3, an RBI, and a run scored. Keeps keeping on. Rowdy Telez, 1 for 4, 1 RBI. Keston Hira goes 1 for 3 with a walk and a run scored. Omar Narvaez, 0 for 3 with a walk. Tyrone Taylor, 2 for 4. A big two-run double. Jace Peterson, one for three with a walk. Pitching lines today, Aaron Ashby goes four innings, allows three runs, none of those earned. Uh, Two hits, four walks, and four strikeouts, 74 pitches. His ERA is at one flat right now through three appearances. Jake Cousins, one inning in relief, one hit, no runs, no walks, with a strikeout. Uh, Gustave, one inning. No hits, uh, no runs, no walks uh, with a strikeout. Uh, then we get to uh, Boxberger. One inning, zeros across the board. Devin Williams, two-thirds of an inning, two earned runs on two hits, three walks, two strikeouts, 37 pitches in the performance. Uh, Trevor Gott, one-third of an inning, nothing. Josh Hader. Uh, doesn't allow a thing in that ninth inning. He locks in another save. Brewers get six runs on seven hits with one error. Cardinals, five runs, five hits with two errors. The win goes to Jake Cousins, now 2-0 and with a 3-6 ERA. I mean, that's pretty good. He's pretty important this year. As I said, Trevor Gott, those middle relief guys, very, very important here. Uh, certainly early on to set the tone, get to the back end of that bullpen. Dakota Hudson uh, saddled with the loss today. Josh Hader, now his fourth save after di- today, four for four, and he locked in save number 100 in his career. And, guys, when you think about Josh Hader, Evan, uh, you know, we we need to start thinking about in terms of domination from a Brewers pitcher in in their history. Because this is sort of unheard of. Three or four last, uh, last four years, uh, reliever of the year in the National League. I mean, that is, he's seemingly getting better, absolutely dominating. We might have to start talking about him in regards to one of the best in Brewers history. Don't we at some point, if, if not now, sometime soon? Are we allowed to say that he is at this point? He's pitched... Over 280 innings with the Brewers, 100 saves, an ERA just above two. He has one of the best strikeouts per nine in Major League history. I feel like, I mean, who else would you put up there? Axford was great, but he only had a couple of years. Plesak only had a couple of years where he was great. 
Raleigh's a Hall of Famer, but he was only here for what, like two years? Mm-hmm. And yep, after that yep, injury years, in the 82 yep. series, he his he really wasn't the same pitcher again. So no. I think it's you have to say that Josh is the best in all time. Maybe not the best he, season he, of all time, but probably the best all-time reliever for the Brewers. Yeah, yeah. He might be the best reliever in Brewers history. He just might be. And if he's not now, he will be soon, based on this trajectory. There's no question. He locks down save number 100 in his career, four for four on the season in saves. And uh, Sophia Minert, Bally Sports, Wisconsin, caught up with Josh after the game. Josh, congratulations. Career save number 100. You had to earn it on every pitch here. This crowd appreciates your work, but Josh, to be the third Brewers closer to reach that milestone, 100 saves behind Dan Plesek and John Axford, what does that milestone mean to you? Uh, it means a lot. You know, I couldn't do it without the team, without the fans, everybody supporting, man. You guys make it great to play here, and, uh, you know, it's, just, it's fun. It's fun. It's a lot of fun, and I appreciate everything and uh, the journey that we keep going on. What a week it's been for you. Save number 99 in your hometown in Baltimore. That You pick up your National League Reliever of the Year award and now career save number 100. Can you take a minute, Josh, and just reflect on everything you've been able to accomplish at this point? Uh, it's just special, man. I just take it day by day and enjoy every bit of it. Well, let's talk about that ninth inning, that nine pitch at bat with Tyler O'Neill. How were you able to put him away? Uh, just really work. I mean, they were taking good swings on all my pitches, and I just kind of had to mix it up, move, move it in the zone, and... Uh, we, we got away with that one. Uh, it was a little, little hairy, but we, we finished it out, and it was, uh, it was a good dub. A lot of people expect the Brewers and the Cardinals to go back and forth for the National League Central to come away with a series split. Good first series for you guys, Josh? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate everything. Thank you, Josh, for the time. Congratulations. 100 saves. Yeah, he has come a long way with, with the media. I will say that. Just years ago when I... Uh, uh, would grab him as just just a wide-eyed young baseball player. It was just like, mm, do we want to air this interview? <laughs> After I was done, it was like, okay, I'll take the blame. But boy, he's come a long way. He's a good dude, guys. He's a really, really good guy. All right, we'll take a break. Okay, and Craig's on his way home. We need to uh, do our first of the year here, and that's uh, talk to Craig on his ride home from work today. Yeah, he might be listening, might not, but if he is. What are we going to say to Craig? We'll find out next year. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Brewers win 6-5. We'll be right back here on The Fan. on Bally Sports Wisconsin it was huge for Tyrone Taylor that was a big big two-run double to give the Brewers eventually a six to five victory and a couple of minutes left here Gene Wagner plumbing postgame show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek the Milwaukee Bucks Chicago Bulls game is in action right now and looks like the Bucks are sort of running away with things doesn't it yeah, they're at a commercial right now, but last I looked up, it was 32 to 16 bucks with yeah. about a minute left in the first. So that's a, a good sign. We'll turn you loose here in a second time for Craig's ride home. So Craig Council's day of work is done. He's probably, yeah, he might be listening. 
might be tapping uh, some some fingers uh, going back and forth between the Bucks game and, and us. So what do we want to say to Craig Council on his ride home? Now, again, I believe they moved to Menominee Falls. Is that right? I want to verify that. I did read. I hadn't uh, heard that. I thought they were still the pride of Whitefish Bay. Some months ago, uh, I had read that he bought a, they bought a house in Menominee Falls. So I just want to verify that. But Whitefish Bay, Menominee Falls, wherever you're driving to, Craig, nice win today. Bright spot is you're not playing your best baseball and you're still 5-5. Five and five. You've lost a series, won a series, split a series. A series against Pittsburgh, we'll be watching. We'll, we'll be keeping a close eye uh, on that. I do want to go back to yesterday, and I don't want to keep it negative because it's a happy Easter, happy show today. Very positive, bright, spotty type show. I did want to see, by the way, yesterday in the ninth inning, one-run game, the tying run on base, the winning walk-off run at the plate. I would have liked to have seen against the right-hander two lefties going at him. You like that lefty against righty. I know you do, Craig. I would have liked to have seen Christian Yelich to pinch hit for Renfro and then Rowdy Telez to pinch hit for Keston here. I just wanted two shots at the walk-off victory in a two-to-one deficit. Just saying. That's all I have for you. We'll, we'll talk at you tomorrow night on your ride home. Evan, what do you have? Well, first, it looks like Craig bought a house on Oconomowoc Lake last December, but it still says he still has a house in Whitefish Bay. So that... Maybe okay. that's their their lake house. Uh, congratulations, Craig, on your two million dollar lake house. That's very awesome. Two point um, one with five bathrooms in it. Two point two five, Timmy. So you're even selling oh. it short. Okay, all right, Craig. It's very nice to talk to you again. It's been a a while since we've talked. I hope you've missed me. I have missed you. Um, I want to say you're you've done a pretty good job so far. I think it's kind of hard to deal with expectations. And starting out one and two and then three and three, today fans are very reactionary. And if they don't win one game, they act like, you know, the the, the earthquake is coming, the tsunami is going to wipe us out. But And I think we all get there from time to time. But I think, Craig, you do a good job of staying even keeled. You really don't give in to the pressure, the hype. And I really like that. I, I like that you kind of are the... I guess the straight man to the Brewers' wacky comedy. So I, I appreciate that. I do want to throw something at you, Craig, an idea that I saw on Twitter today, and I kind of don't hate it. What if you put Christian Yelich in the leadoff spot? I know that he needs guys around him if he wants to unlock the full potential of his power, but look at what he did today. He walked twice, and he scored two runs off of those walks. He's been, I mean, he has the best eye on your team. He's going to continue to walk because pitchers, they know what he did in 2018 and 19. They don't want to face him. So if you want to get a guy on base and if Colton keeps struggling like he has, maybe try Yelich in the opening spot. See if that kind of gets his bat re- revigorated and ready for the 2022 championship season. Just, okay. you know, something to think about. All right. No, I, I get you. You could actually, if we're just thinking out loud here, Yelich against a right-hander, Yelich to lead off. And then you would go Adamas, right-hander. Then you go back to lefty, Rowdy to Les, then McCutcheon, the right-hander, and then go from there. Yeah, then what, you go would be Omar, a- uh, who Hunter Renfro, and, and then... Just keep going lefty, righty, lefty, righty, yeah. right, right on down. And yep. then that sets you up to have a right-hander hitting ninth, so you could have Kane hitting ninth, 
and then it's a full righty-lefty rotation instead of right now where it goes lefty-lefty from 9 to 1. So, Craig, yeah. just, just yeah, helping you, you out it. for your patterns. <laughs> yeah, we love talking lineups. All right, that's going to do it for us here on the show as we'll turn you loose. It's Easter. You can go check out the Bucks game and uh, pitching matchups for tomorrow is game one of a three-game set against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Now, you got to be careful when you waltz into a series thinking, now oh, the Pirates are rebuild mode. There's not a ton of money being flying, uh, flown around uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates players, whatever, their payroll. They do have some pieces that can sting you. And some familiar faces. Yeah. Yeah, they, they've got some pieces there, so you got to be careful. 6.40 first pitch after the last pitch. You make the switch right here. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street No Oak Creek. Uh, pitching matchups for game one tomorrow. Uh, it looks like the Pirates will send out 28-year-old Zach Thompson, 0-0 zero zero with a 4.5 ERA. He went four innings, two earned runs in his first start. The Brewers send out left-hander Eric Lauer, who got kind of roughed up in his first start. Uh, four and a third innings, four runs, three earned, a 6.2 ERA, but he looks to shut down the Pittsburgh Pirates. No doubt, and we'll talk to you after the uh, last pitch as you make the switch once again. Well, happy Easter, everybody. Uh, you guys uh, have a great Sunday night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. For Evan Heffelfinger, my name is Tim Allen. And uh, the Brewers get a victory to even up the series and even up their record, season record, in the 22 championship season at 5-5. Five and five. Enjoy it and smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.